If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God, the amazing K-8 faith formation program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night, but it will help you sleep better knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Colleen and I'm here with Jill and we are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. Hey, Jill, I got a question for you. Okay, great. When I say PE class, what kinds of feelings does that evoke in you? <laughs> I recently on Insta- okay it, on Instagram, I just saw a photo of uh, like the back room where all of the PE supplies go from like a generic <laughs> elementary school, and it brought back all the feelings. Like Ooh, okay. I was relatively athletic, but not. I was probably middle road. You know, uh-huh. there were super athletic kids in my grade yeah. and I wasn't the worst. I wanted to be good and I wasn't good and I <laughs> felt really inadequate. But something about that PE closet with all the crazy like scooters and jump ropes and kickballs and all the stuff that maybe they only got out once a year, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the climbing rope. Um, mm-hmm. So what feelings? Feelings. Um, a little bit of anxiety. Um, it definitely wasn't my favorite part of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Now, isn't that a shame? Because I, I kind of concur with your feelings here. And I, I was a basketball player as a volleyball player. Like I was, I enjoyed athletics and I, I like to, you know, participate in fitness and being mm-hmm. active and all of that. And, but when it came to PE class, it did not bring me joy. <laughs> I learned, and I hope it's known in this lounge, but I heard that there are still people choosing teams. Like here are the captains and then like in the PE class, like we can't do that. It's so, I don't know. I have feelings about that. Yeah. And you know what? This is part of what we're going to talk about today though, is like, how can we make PE effective for everybody? Because, you know, when I think about like, what's, what's important like in the grand scheme of life. And I think I've told you this before is like my, 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 uh, younger son, he takes weightlifting at school and it has Mm. him being engaged in weightlifting during the day. And then we all go to the gym together as a family. And like, this is something, this is a lifelong journey of fitness and health. And it's one of the most important things that he's gotten that he's going to take yes. with him through his life, you know, out of, out of high I agree. School. I agree. I can't, I don't know if we talked about this in an episode, but my daughter took weightlifting in July uh-huh. at the high school. Uh-huh. And, and I realized, aha, as a school leader that my investment in having an athletic trainer or a, a fitness trainer on 
full-time staff. Yes. These kids are learning incredible. So my 12-year-old knows way more about equipment in the weight room than I have ever known. Yeah. And so that the learning, the learning capacity is huge um, in this area now that we know a lot about exercise science and yes. uh, mm-hmm. health. I mean, so this is just maybe an, a creature of the times. Like we just maybe in the 70s, 80s, 90s, like really didn't know much. So we just ran around the gym and uh, <laughs> felt inadequate. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's evolved. That's for sure. It's evolved. And which is great because like even in high school, oh my goodness, I had, did I ever tell you the story about my, we had um, gymnastics was a, was a unit at my, in my high school oh. PE class. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. I am not a gymnast, Jill. You have seen me. I am not a gymnast, you know? So yeah. The, and the teacher laughed at me and was like, I'll just give you a B if you get off the balance beam. That is what she told me. Like, I will remember this oh my forever. Goodness. Yeah. So, okay. All right. <laughs> You're going to say something. Go ahead before I jump in. I was just going to say like some cool units I've seen though are um, some cultural dancing that happens in PE classes, Uh whether Uh it's like square dance calling or for us, it's like Polish dancing or ballroom dancing. Like there's a whole lot of dancing that you could do and maybe it's a dance class, but I feel like there's a, there are, if we focus on practical things, there's quite, you can do, you know, there's a lot you can do in PE. You just hit the nail on the head. So we're going to talk about oh. that. And I, in elementary school, like I did have dance as part of PE a couple of times. And I, you know, hmm. I have, again, it's like mixed feelings about it, but the dance teacher did a great job because it wasn't about how well you dance, which is the purpose of today's episode. We're going to talk about two um, PE and dance teachers from Regina Dominican High School in Wilmette, Illinois. I've talked about, I think I've talked about this group of teachers before. Like these ladies are um, boy, their, their minds work in such amazing ways. It's an all girls, uh, Catholic high school where they have students of differing abilities all over the board. And when I was recently talking with them, they were talking about how to adapt their PE and dance classes for different abilities and not just different physical abilities, but different cognitive abilities, because there's a mm. lot that goes into, I mean, um, dance class, if you know, she, the, the teacher, I'll, I, I got to give a shout out to the teachers. It's Katie Lyons and Allie Valadez, and that's the PE and, and dance teachers. And they were talking about how, you know, part of their standards for their courses, you know, there's vocabulary that kids have to learn. And there's, you know, they, they want kids to be able to, um, do they have a rubric, you know, that in dance class, they have to create some dance steps and they need to repeat those dance steps over and over. Like there, there are things that are expected, but it's, it's not all about the aesthetics of it. And so having this conversation, it was really about modifications and accommodations in PE and dance classes. So is this a conversation you've ever had with teachers before? Not so much because I feel bad. The PE teachers are always bummed out when there's a PD day because they're like, oh, does this even apply to us? So we need to advocate for putting all the PE teachers in a room together and having uh, like useful conversations for them specifically because it's very unique from other classrooms. It is a unique experience, but what we were discussing that day was a whole team of teachers, all different subject areas, and it was all about accommodations and modifications. And so yeah. when it came to PE and dance, they were like, wow, this looks really different for us than it looks for everybody else. But we were like, well, yeah, but what does it look like for you? So, you know, I don't I don't know about you, Jill, but like I have had I've had many students throughout the years who have had physical disabilities, whether it's um 
students in wheelchairs who are absolutely phenomenal basketball players. Um, I, mm-hmm. I have a, a friend whose um, son was in you know one of the Catholic schools here, and he had um, he had a disability that that gave him limited mobility. And I believe it was his left arm. He played varsity basketball. He was still a phenomenal athlete. Like there are, there are things that sometimes we think, well, maybe this is going to cause a limitation for a student. And it's really about, well, let's see what the students can do, which is always the purpose of, you know, Mm -hmm. never, you never want to accommodate or modify anything that's going to take away the possibility for a student to shine. So we don't want to do that, but we do have to be, you know, realistic about some of the things that we're asking students to do. I, um, I think that there are ways for, you know, whether you are having students, I don't know if you had to do this. I certainly had to do this where we had to know all the rules. We had to describe different techniques. If we couldn't model the techniques, we had to be able to describe the techniques. We had to mm-hmm. identify different things. So it's not always all, and I've been, and I, I've worked with people and I've been in classes where it is all about what you can actually do. Can you show me how to do this? Well, no, I can't. That's actually not within my <laughs> my scope of abilities to do that, but I can describe to you, or I can narrate a routine for you and tell you which technique mm-hmm. someone is using. Like there's more that I can, than, that I can do with this rather than show you. And, and it's really going to be more meaningful learning the rules of bowling, learn you know, anything like that. So I, you know, everything does not have to be about, did you get dressed in two minutes? If you didn't, you get an F for the day or, you know, mm-hmm. were you able to run 15 laps around the gym today. And if you couldn't, then you get a C for the day. Like that, that is just, what is the purpose of PE? What is the purpose of any kind of physical education? It's much bigger than a person being able to execute the skill. What are you thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking about uh, when we rewrote the curriculum standards for our diocese, we'd put an emphasis on lifelong sports. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, and just to give all PE teachers guidance on which sports are going to have a more long standing effect on the students' lives when they're in their 60s, 70s, 80s. So we we talked a lot about um and just an emphasis and it just so that they can learn some basic skills in golf, tennis, the pickleballs taking off yeah. like crazy yep. right now. So what are some of those lifelong like bowling, like you mentioned, like what are some ways that we can stay healthy for our whole life? Cause after high school, you may never have formal instruction in any of these ways. So just like we were saying earlier about learning your way around a weight room, what are some other things, um, that we should know about so that we can participate in them or, um, join a league. You know, I think about my own experience. It was the football coach who was the PE teacher. Uh And so we had the longest unit on football. (laughs) Well, half of us weren't even allowed to play football because we're female. So Uh the football team got to hang out and like do their thing. And I still never learned the rules of football. Like we just had a kind of, gosh, you know, picked for a team and run around and the boys complained it was flag because they were rough and tough football players and we never actually learned it. And yet, you know, the average person's not going to play football for much longer than high school. So it was, um, it was definitely misguided use of instructional time. And I mean, I love going to a good football game, but I, that's not really the focus of the PE class. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, this is this has been um, hopefully an enlightening conversation. We don't spend a lot of time in the teacher's lounge talking about PE and health, but it is so crucially important, like in the grand scheme of life. So we are out of time. Yeah. Though. Did you, wait, go. Shout out. To, we should do a health episode, though, because we didn't even touch on <laughs> yeah, health yeah, topics. Yeah. yeah, for sure. OK, well, OK, to come. Not today, because that's the bell. So thanks for the energy boost, as we love exploring your ideas and affirming your efforts. Keep the suggestions coming in and tune into our next episode as we talk about more great ideas from fellow teachers. We will see you next time. 